Hi, welcome back to For What It's Worth Coaching Podcast. This is episode 21, and I'm here with Coach Hines, and I'm Coach Ty. Last week, we talked about finding our why, knowing our why, sharing our why, and having it drive our decisions during the season or during our coaching uh, tenure. But what happens when the storms happen? You know, what are you, how are you going to deal with it, and how are you going to move on from it? Yeah, love it. Well, welcome back. Uh, love this man right here. We just had about four or five bloopers where uh, the first introduction he did was just spot on. Spot on. Perfect. Best yep. he'd ever done. And uh, then we just kind of derailed from there. Mm-hmm. But uh, Coach Ty and I, we were talking off camera a few weeks back about different challenges in life, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the sports we coach and just in life itself, and how how we view storms changes everything. Yes. You know, we, I think we all know people, and we're going to be honest with ourselves, some, sometimes even someone watching this might view themselves that they're being honest as a victim. But there are certain people who attack storms and some people who run away from them, try to avoid them like the plague, and how that changes everything in our lives, Mm -hmm. everything we do. Um, I know for for me growing up, storms, or we're calling them storms, or challenges, trials in life. There were no trials. Trials? Did I say trials? Yeah, a little bit. Trials. (laughs) Trials. Um, Trials in life. I always looked at them as negatives. Yeah, they, they, mm-hmm. and and to be honest, no one wakes up in the morning and says, "All right, God, bring it!" Like, bring like, it. hey, bring on the challenges. Um, but when we look back at our lives and over the course of our lives, growing up and as adults now, right? I think most of us can look back upon the storms or trials in our lives. I'm saying they are really mm-hmm. hard. There, the trials. Um, <laughs> And they're saying that they've shaped who we are. It is. You know, and, yeah. and if those storms in our lives are going to shape who we are, why are we trying to avoid them? And well, it should. Right. Right. And it should because, uh, you know, it defines on who you are. That's all I got. That's all you got, good. Uh, <laughs> victim mentality. I think if, if we just say right there, victim mentality to our audience, most people will think right off the bat of someone they know mm-hmm. who lives their life as a victim. And I can think of, right off the top of my head, two or three individuals, none of them in this room, that do look at their entire lives as life happening to them and not for them. Right. I lost a job, oh, it sucks, it happened to me. I, this relationship failed, it happened to me. And as opposed to having it happening for them, and that's a huge paradigm shift. I think when you view the world, the goods, the bads, the highs, the lows, and everything in between, as happening for you, you can step back and say, or, you know, we say, all right, God, what am I to learn from this? And f- for people that may be listening to this that don't, don't believe in God, whatever you call it, the higher power, knowing that we are not the be-all and end-all. There's right. something greater than us. Mm-hmm. Why is this happening for us? Is a huge, a huge change. Definitely. And it reminds me back, uh, I used to watch wrestling a lot on like, WWF, on WWE who, now. Who would, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to decide what <laughs> thing. Favorite wrestler of all time? All time? Uh, Hulk Hogan, of course. Nice. All right. I like Hulk Hogan. Uh, but also Jimmy the Superfly Snooker. Yes, yeah, sir. going out the top rope like this. and just He's from Hawaii, stuff. wasn't he? I think he... Oh, yeah. And then his like, nephew, supposedly, was the Tonga kid. So I'm going way back. Yeah. But I remember uh, Goldberg. Remember Goldberg? Love Goldberg. Got to meet him one time at a celebrity uh, softball game. And uh, great dude. Always, yeah. Best traps in all yeah, yeah, definitely, world. definitely. And I always remember when he was done with his match, he would say, who's next? Accepting the next challenge, yeah. you know? And, you know, like you said, you wake up, and I think you t- touched on it a little bit uh, last uh, uh, podcast that we did. Um, you know, don't dwell on it. 
accept it, move on, and, and, and take it on because, you know, you get one challenge done, you successfully take on that challenge, you grow as a person. Yeah. And you're more successful. And, and, and that's, that's stored away in your memory bank because, oh, this is happening again. I did this last time and it worked. And that way you're not in that storm as long. The eye comes and goes and then you're out. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think you just accept that challenge coming on to you and, you know, take it head on. I love that. I love that. And, and I think, you know, of the, the who's next or accepting challenges and storms, I know I shared with our young men just last week in the weight room. We have, we have a, a young man in our program. I'm going to give him another shout out also, Miles. Miles. Miles Russ is an amazing human being. Mm-hmm. Has faced some real hard challenges in his personal life, losing some loved ones a few years ago. Um, big kid. Yes. And we, have, we don't have a lot of big, big kids. Uh, couldn't do a pull-up with me spotting him, giving all I had when he first <laughs> came to us. And now he's knocking out sets of, of 10 or 11. Wow. Using bands, and I'm helping him a little bit. But what I had shared with our team was he's someone that's embraced failure. He's embraced challenges, not running from them. Because it'd be easy for any of us. I can't do a lot of pull-ups right now the way I am. Mm-hmm. You know, just not, not with an assistance band or anything. But instead of just quitting and not doing it or avoiding the workout and saying he, he's done them, he asked me now every time the pull-ups come on the card to, to give him a spot. And I love it because I have to help him less and less every time because he's that's building great. those muscles. Definitely. Um, but he's also grown comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and saying, all right, this is happening. This is a challenge. This is a storm in my life right now. You have guys like some of our skill players that can do pull-ups and they're throwing chains on their, their traps <laughs> to do extra you right. know, resistance. And then we get guys, myself, Miles, and a few others that, hey, just our own body weight enough mm-hmm. is, is challenging enough. Yeah. And he's embraced that. And for that, he's making not only himself stronger, but he's empowering his teammates to say, hey, listen, right. it's easy for some of these cats to do pull-ups. Some of the guys that are over 200, 250, close to 300 pounds, that's a challenge. And instead of running from them, he's embracing them. Right. So I love that. And you think when, 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 that, when he's going through that storm right now, the other kids see him, he's going through a, a tough season right now, they're going to be there encouraging. Absolutely. They're going to encourage him. They're going to be in that storm with them, encouraging him to do those pull-ups every time it comes up on that card, which is great. You know, And you want that. Because yeah. in life, you know, when you're... When you're getting a deadline and everybody knows you're having a tough time, you're going to have people, hey, you need help with that, you need help with that. And they see, I wouldn't say you're struggling, but you're having a hard time with yeah. it. And, and people are more willing, I think, when you accept the challenge instead of making excuses and trying to deflect it and push it on to someone else. When you accept that challenge, people are more apt to come up and help you, Yeah, I think. Too. Yeah. And it's funny, too, before we move on to uh, how we approach challenges, I think those individuals that... <clears throat> The names came to mind when we heard the, the phrase victim mentality. Mm-hmm. It's they're never the winners in life. And I'm not I'm not calling them losers. I'm not right. saying they're not great people, but most people that are successful in life, in sports, in business, in their family life, they're not victims. No. You know, they're they're victors. They realize, hey, there's a challenge before me, there's a storm I'm going through right now. Um, and I'm gonna embrace it. Mm-hmm. I had a pastor years ago, I may or may not have shared this with you, uh, back in New Hampshire who said something in church one time that people kind of laughed at in the congregation. And then it was a collective like, oh, that's, that's different. And he said, there are three stages in life. Everyone has just come out of a storm. You're in the middle of one right now. Or get ready because there's one coming. And at first I thought that was kind of a morbid thought. I was like, dang, that's, that doesn't sound too enticing. Say, hey, here are three stages in life. Right. In a storm, coming out of one, or get ready, one's coming. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you 
change your mindset to say, hey, storms don't happen to me, they happen for me. Mm -hmm. You realize that everything before you is an opportunity and a chance to grow. Right. As opposed to being a victim and blaming everyone or everything or every situation and never growing. Right. Never growing. So how we approach challenges. Um, we've talked before about that a little bit as far as embracing, embracing them. Where's your mind when you wake up in the morning? Like, just, just in general, are you, are you a groggy morning person? Are you a morning person? Like, what? my mind's on that uh, coffee that's brewing. All right, out there, that's like, oh, get that coffee. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm a happy person. My best, my best part of the day is morning. I'm always a happy kind of guy when I wake up in the morning. My mom always said when, when she walked into the room and I was in the crib, there'd always be a, a smile on my face. Love that. And it's still to this day, it's like I love, no matter if, if, if I'm at work or if I'm at work and we're up all night running calls, um, when I get in, in that and it's morning and it's ready for shift change and I'm happy. Love it. You know, happy because my shift's over and happy because I'm going home to my family. Yeah. And happy because it's a new day. Yeah. And I think it ties into, you know, yeah. our last episode about the power of our why and everything. Yeah. When you have purpose in life, yeah. mornings are not a chore. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I'm during the, the school year, I get up at 5.30 a.m. and it's a little earlier than I would like, mm -hmm. but I get out of bed with, with purpose. You know, my right. wife and I say prayer and I hit the shower and listen to my worship music and, and get going. Um, I can't remember once though in my life, in 50 plus years, waking up and saying, all right, God, now I pray every morning, mm -hmm. and saying, God, bring on the challenges. Right. You? No, no. No, no. no. We, we don't. And, and so, so we're not trying to let people think that, hey, we, we, we seek out challenges. We're not that foolish. No. We know they're going to come no matter no, what. No. If we seek them, he'll give them to you. Yeah. yeah. But knowing that they're going to come anyways and <clears throat> approaching every day with the mindset of saying, I'm ready for them. Right. I'm, I'm ready for whatever the challenges are. Knowing that we can't go through them all together. You know, just mentioned last episode, the passing of my father. Um, I've been overwhelmed with people that have called yeah. and, and thank you and reached out and, and the heartfelt messages and people I haven't heard from from years and people that I see almost on a daily basis. Our storms aren't for us to go through alone. And I think sometimes when we hide the storms in our lives mm -hmm. and we think that I don't want us to have other people see me struggle and see me go through this, we're doing a disservice not just to ourselves, because right. when we share our storms with others, it empowers them mm -hmm. to say, hey, let me, let me be there for you. Right. Whether you call them or not, whether they bring a meal over or not, whatever it may be, it's giving them a chance to be a blessing to others. Mm -hmm. And it allows you to walk through that. But I think it's, it's an important thing to say, hey, I'm not gonna seek out challenges, but I'm gonna stop running from them. Right. I'm gonna stop right. running from them. Have you ever run from challenges? No. Never? Never. Come on. Not, not that I can think of right now. Ah, uh, see that? Maybe we should just change the camera, just cue on. Well, maybe new. I did. Yeah, you know what? I, I run from a bunch of challenges. I, 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 I have ran. And I think I'm, uh, currently I, I run from a challenge the past couple of years I have. When I'm thinking about it now, yeah, I have. And uh, Serious question. Too personal to share or we can share? No, I think, you know, um, advancement in my, in, my, um, in my department, you know, I should be taking the captain's test and kind of running for it because I don't want to... I don't want to study for it, and I don't want to go through a take a year of my life of studying from it. And it is a challenge. It's challenging, and there's a lot of smart guys and women on the department that um, that are really good at it. I know I'd be. I know for a fact I'd make a good captain, but I think I'm I'm running for that. I love that you shared that. Yeah. For, for, for I know because, it's, but it's, it's transparent. Yeah, it's, it's transparent. transparent. <laughs> it was truly, and who knows, you know, who's going to listen to us? We have some buddies that listen to us, mm -hmm. some coaches throughout yeah. the entire country. We have coaches in Canada that I know mm -hmm. listen to us. Yeah. 
But you might have a player that listens to it and says, wait, Coach Ty? Yeah. And it's, it's relatable. It is relatable, know? yeah. And, and I, I know as a student athlete myself, I ran from challenges all the time, and I'm talking about tests. Mm. I, I would rather just wing it, try to cheat off someone, and then study and fail. And it never served me. It, it never ended out on the good end. I was either failing tests or getting caught cheating or whatever it was. Um, challenges in, in my relationship. And, and Joe and I just celebrated our yeah, 28th you know, wedding yeah. anniversary. She is my best friend. And we have tremendous communication. Mm. Early on in our relationship, our communication was good until there was a really challenge. Finances yeah. were real tight. I don't want to talk about that. Let's not talk about it. And no, it never right. got better. Yeah. Not talking right. about struggling bills. Never paid those never. bills. Yep. You know? And I can go through my coaching career. Um, when I first became a head coach in New Hampshire, I would hire coaches that knew football, that had certain strengths. But, man, I didn't want to hire a coach that was better than me. Because what would the kids think? Mm-hmm. What if I wasn't the guy? And as I mature as a coach and I mature as a man, I realize I want to hire the best dang coaches I can right. and empower and bless them, have them empower me and challenge me and make me better. I tell our coaching staff all the time, I say it every year and I try to say it often, if you want to be a great assistant on our staff, challenge me. Mm-hmm. Don't do it in front of the players. You know, when a quarterback throws an interception in the game, don't look at me like, why do we throw the ball there? Yeah. Not the right place in time. I'm probably going to lose my cool. But behind closed doors, mm-hmm. come up and let's have the conversation and learn from each other. Right. So I'm, I guess in some ways, seeking out storms or challenges, mm-hmm. potential storms. Right. Um, and I'll make this real quick because I know we've shared this before. But going back to my first year of coaching, when we lost every game week after week after week, when I addressed our staff back then, I said, what do you want to have me do? And change as a coach, not that I'm going to change just for the sake of it, but I knew I was opening up a huge can of worms. It was a painful conversation that rubbed me a lot of ways and none of them good, but it made me take a real close look at myself and was a tremendous blessing because my first year as a head coach still to this day is my greatest year coaching yet. Not most enjoyable, the year sucked. Mm -hmm. Uh, It wasn't enjoyable at all, but it really solidified my why. Right. And it... I grew more in that first year of losing every game than I have since. I've had a lot more enjoyable years, years we've won division championships, conference championships, state championships. But that first year of, of just being beat up literally and mentally and spiritually and everything was was one of the greatest years I've ever had because it really, facing that storm and going through it, made me a better coach right. and person. And I think when you really look back at those storms, you know, I feel bad now that I said no. It's <laughs> but, but we're learning yeah, from each other. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think this is one of those things you put me on the spot real quick. I'm, I'm deflecting to Kirk because I'm blaming you now. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. But uh, I think a lot of times when you do go through those storms, you look back and you see how hard it was, like that bad year. year. And I've had bad baseball years. And, you know, you've got parents that are in the stands questioning everything you do. No. And then, well, no, that's crazy. And then maybe uh, decisions you've made at work where it affected someone else. And when you look back and those mistakes and those storms that you face, you like, you know, I'm, I'm, be grateful for them. Yeah. You know, grateful that you went through them and then you came out fine. No one got hurt. No one got significantly damaged financially, spiritually emotionally or whatever from all that but you learned yeah. and you learned from it and, and that learning process to go through it be grateful for it and uh, you know I know God only gives us what we can handle and when he gives you that, that, that storm to get in there it's to build you up to get the bigger 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 and stronger storms yeah. and get through them love it love it so I'm going to ask you something we didn't have on the board here um, what's one of the greatest storms you've ever been through 
and looking back upon it now, whether it was last week, last year, or 10 years ago, whatever, um, how has it helped shape the man you are? Well, you, so I'm putting you, you on the spot again. Yeah, well, you know, it, it went back, and I and I hope I'm not stealing yours, because my dad passed away a long time ago. How long ago? Uh, shoot, I'm 49, and he was 47 when he passed away. So uh, Jacob was three, making me do math. He was 23 years old, so 21 years ago. Uh, yeah, I was in the military at that time. But... Um, <clears throat> Needless to say, it was a tough time. You know, I got in a little depression. You know, after everything went through, I got home and went back to work. Everything's supposed to be normal. Well, I wasn't performing well at work, and I knew what it was, but I was just in this funk, you know. And then at home, it was I wasn't being as good as a dad, you know, um, being not a good husband. And uh, relatively, I was still a new dad, too. Um, but I feel like sometimes when... when when st stuff like that happens, or fathers or mothers or whoever passes away, I truly feel like they come back and visit you at some time. Yep. And whether it is um, the time would be low or high or whatever, but I felt one day at work, I was sitting there and I was just thinking about my dad and I was just in this depression. And in my dad's voice, spoke to me, he goes, all right, that's enough. You need to get back to work. I love that. And I was like, right then and there, I was like, I, I, I listened to it and I was like, I heard my dad. That's what he's telling me to do, and he said that all the time. Yeah, you know, knock the crap off, Mark. You know, and get back to work. And I was like, okay. From that moment on, I know my dad. For me, at that time, he wanted me to be the best dad, the best husband, the best um, sailor. At that time, you know, yeah. move on with your life. I'm happy now. Love it. You know, and that, and that was a tough time too because I wasn't paying attention to anything. You know, my wife, my son. You know, it was it was a tough time. But uh, yeah, that, that was probably my biggest storm I've had. And you know, of course, we've all had marriage problems, you know, facing them together, facing those storms together. Um, and then the finance stuff comes and goes, but nothing's bigger than that. Yeah. I think one of the beauty of, of facing our storms is just like we, were, we tear, tell our players in the weight room all mm -hmm. the time, fall in love with, with failure. Yeah. You know, if, if mm -hmm. our players are always completing every lift they do, they're not, or we're not challenging them enough. Would it be falling in love with failure or falling in love going through failure? Either one, he's nitpicking. <laughs> cut, cut. We're going to go with the new show. Uh, welcome to the Coach Hines podcast. Take that for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, no, and no that's, that's a good point. Because yeah. you are, grow, did you say growing through it or going through it? Going through it. I'm going to change it. Let's, growing through it. Yeah. Love that. You know, how often do we fall in life? Mm -hmm. And the, the saying is, you know, just fall forward, mm -hmm. just fall forward. Yeah, going through them, I love that. Growing through them, I, as you were talking, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, and I'm still processing, you know, the, the the passing of my father. And I had I had one of our, our children, I won't say which one, um, have something happen years ago to them. It happened to them, but as a parent, it, it happens to you as well, you know. Mm -hmm. We've often said that, you know, being a parent is like having your heart ripped out and having your yeah. legs put on them, mm -hmm. just watching them run around. Um, it was the darkest time of my life, that and then, you know, with my dad passing, but running from it, not addressing it, not, not allowing yourself to be vulnerable and, and, and sharing your emotions, whether you share them publicly or not, is not, not only not a good thing, it's detrimental. It's going to hurt you because sooner or later, if you try to run from your problems, they're going to catch up with you. Oh, 100%. whether it's relationally, you're not communicating, or financially, you're not taking care of stuff. Those problems are not going to just slowly fade away. Right. They're go they're going to come up, and 
I think by embracing the storm and, and facing the challenges and going and growing through them, every time you succeed, you realize we are batting a thousand. Mm -hmm. Every time life's throwing a curveball at us, whatever it is, you like that baseball? Yeah, I like that. You did two of them there. Right? Yeah. Um, we grow a little bit stronger. Right. You know, and, and I think, you know, getting back to the weight room thing, I tell players all the time, one of the biggest mistakes I've made personally, and I know I've allowed players to make, is we successfully complete a lift at this weight, mm -hmm. and then we bump up too quickly another weight, and whether we make the lift or not, our form isn't, isn't as good, we're not as explosive, the technique's off, and the two and a half pound weight are some of the best weights in the weight room, because we can add those incrementally, slowly to our lifts, and keep getting better the right way, and it's our challenge is every time you face a storm, face a challenge, and don't run from it, subconsciously or consciously, it's, all right, I made it through that. It wasn't yeah. as bad as I thought. Yeah. And how often in life do we have a task before us? We put it off, we put it off, we put it off. The deadline's there, we're like, I gotta get this done. We get it done, we're like, it wasn't that bad. Right. You know, and I, I think there's beauty and power in just, yeah. as soon as you're faced with a challenge, as soon as the storm presents itself, just, Buckle up your chin straps yep. a little tighter mm -hmm. and just say, bring it, man, yeah. let's go. We're going back to the Goldberg thing, you know, exactly. who's next? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, going through those storms, how big your confidence just grows and grows yeah. every time you, you, you successfully get through those storms. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking this morning, you know, after the darkest storm, the sun still rises. And yes. that sun can be for people that just don't believe in God, mm -hmm. S-U-N, the sun in the sky, or it can mm -hmm. be... Our, our Savior, our sun still rises, yep. you know, Christ is still there. Good days, bad days, I think all too often we praise God. When a child's born, our kids mm -hmm. get married, they graduate school, whatever it is, and hey, God is great. Right. Passing my father, passing your father, God is great. Mm -hmm. even, in, even in those storms, God is great, yep. and it's happening for us to, to maybe help us to appreciate more what we have in life. Or mm -hmm. my, One of my biggest takeaways is, you know, the past... You know, my father came out last summer for my father and mother for my daughter Abby's wedding. Yes, that's where I met him. Yeah, great. Mm -hmm. to, that's right. Great to see them and be with them. And for years now, I would call my parents twice a week, just talk to them about life and everything, and, and every phone call, I love you. And they would say the same thing. Yes. So I have no regrets, and the storm I'm facing isn't one of sorrow, of words un, unsaid, or actions un, you know, what's the word I'm looking for, you know? Actions not not seen through or whatever you want to say it, um, but there's still going to be remorse and pain, mm -hmm. and some storms are never going to leave you. Right. You know, your father passed away years ago. I'm sure there's still times you want to pick up the phone. Yes. And talk to him, and, and I know it's going to happen. My dad every Saturday morning, I get in my truck. <laughs> don't even know he he's on our huddle account. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take him off, you know. But every Saturday morning, he'd call or I'd call him on the way to practice or the coaches meeting, and he'd say, "Hey, great game, how'd it go?" And I know one time the scores were entered wrong into max preps, and uh, we had a, a tough, tough loss. I forget, I think it was like two or three years ago. And uh, I called him, I was like, hey, Dad. He's like, hey, wow, what a win. I'm like, yeah, for them. You know, but so there's always going to be those reminders right. and things. But once again, knowing that my father's death did not happen to me, obviously, you know, it's affecting my mother and, and siblings and his kids and grandkids and family and friends. But it's happening for us. Right. There's beauty in that mm -hmm. storm. Yeah. You were blessed with his life, you know? Yeah. Just being part of it. Yeah. You, know, you always look at your dad and you're like, oh, man, that's my dad. Yeah. You know? It's cool. Yeah. So let, let's wrap up. We, mm -hmm. we, uh, I think we're, we're doing well now. We're trying to keep these, once again, under a half an hour. 
We're sitting at about 26 minutes now, give or take. Mm-hmm. What uh, final thoughts? Final thoughts. I think uh, accept the storms. Accept the storms. Work through them, and uh, you'll be surprised on who's going to jump in that storm with you. Love that. Yeah, don't love that's a great point. Don't go about it alone. You have just like teammates that know that. You know, in, 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 a, in a battle on the field, right. whatever it is, they're going to be there and have your back. Your true family and your true friends are going to be there for you Agreed. in those storms. And I, I would just finish with saying just embrace the storm. I love the word embrace also mm-hmm. because, you know, when you hug someone, you hug them. You embrace them, it just kind of gives a different image of really wrapping your arms completely right. around them. Embrace those storms. Embrace the challenges and see them for the blessings that they are. Definitely. Well, that's going to wrap up number, uh, episode 21 for What Is Worth Coaching podcast. And uh, we really enjoy your listenership. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at For What It's Worth Coaching. And uh, listen to us on any podcast platform. (laughs) We appreciate you listening. And as always, for what... uh, Take what's worth. Stay strong. Yeah.